The digital nomad lifestyle is nothing new. It has become a popular lifestyle across generations. You've probably heard or read about quite a few examples by now. But how many digital nomad moms have you met? Here, in this podcast, I want to debunk the notion that the digital nomad lifestyle is just for singles without kids. Plus, I share social media marketing tips in here too, because that is how I make money, and I'm convinced that almost everybody needs social media marketing nowadays. So, tune in every Friday for a new episode. Welcome to this new episode of the Digital Nomad Mom podcast. Today, you're a little bit surprised if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, if you're listening, uh, the YouTube viewers are seeing us together on a screen. It's actually uh, not such an important detail. It's just the fact that we are sitting on the same beautiful island with my guest, uh, Diana Abel, and we thought we spontaneously make a interview and uh, meet each other instead of just, you know, calling each other on Zoom. So yes, this is a special episode for two reasons. Um, because first of all, it's the first time that I'm sitting next to my, my guest and not uh, having a Zoom meeting. And then second of all, it's a little bit off topic and uh, also it's not off, off topic. So what we're talking about today is for some people maybe new, For some people, it makes so much sense. So I'm curious and uh, I'm really excited to dive into it straight. We're talking about the Ikigai. And if you haven't heard about it, I let Diana explain what is the Ikigai. <laughs> I'm really happy to be here today with you. Yeah, it's yes, not coming thanks for to... being here. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's funny because we meet many times doing co-working yes. in the cafes around, and it's very exciting. You know, like how it just came yes, out to true. do it because we we are doing the same thing basically. We're both uh, digital nomads. We are both moms. Mm -hmm. We're both uh, in front of the computer many hours yes. in order to bring you <laughs> this content. And uh, basically, the Ikigai, which is my speciality, uh, it's uh, the purpose in life. It's uh, what you love to do mm -hmm. in life and how to make it a way of life mm -hmm. and not only a profession, but also why we chose these surroundings. Yeah. You know, why we chose to be digital nomads because that's part of our profession. You can choose to do it at home in any country. That's true. With yeah. the people next to you, <laughs> or you can do it online. Yeah. You can do it in, in a very different environment and choose your own schedule. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's very different. So, so, so that's why we're talking about today uh, is the Ikigai, maybe as your Ikigai, uh, being a digital nomad. Mm -hmm. uh, so understanding now that this is a J Japanese uh, concept. Uh -huh. Yeah. So it's a, we could say a life philosophy yes. or a life concept. Yes. Yeah. And um, of course, yeah, we want to put it into the perspective of the digital nomadism. So you are, you said it uh, very good. Uh, we could do this lifestyle or we could work anywhere and we, we could not choose to be nomads at all, uh, but we're doing it. And so Diana, you specialize on helping people people finding the ikigai and um it's it's very interesting because obviously everyone in life 
I think, has this internal feeling that they're always on the lookout for something, always, you know, we're trying to find our purpose in life, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and now you come along and you say, I can help you, you know, <laughs> sit down with me and I can help you. So <laughs> let me let me know, how do you do that? <laughs> it's amazing. And before you say, how can you actually help people? How did you come across this fact i mean how did you find your ikigai because i guess this is your ikigai <laughs> yes okay yes completely uh wow that was 16 years ago okay. when i decided to start working in an office like mm -hmm. after many years i'm mm -hmm. a i'm a translator of german english spanish and catalan okay. but uh, i was very unhappy and mm -hmm. i felt that uh, life couldn't be just this just mm -hmm. earning money and yeah. having a schedule that somebody else is telling you okay this week you have free and you have one month vacation and mm -hmm. and I felt that was like slavery like I was selling my soul to the devil something yeah. like this that was my my feeling. Yeah, yeah my feeling really so I felt look I just know I, I want to help I don't know how mm -hmm. I, I'll begin volunteering oh, okay. so I went I came here, I came to Thailand 16 years ago to an NGO to volunteer uh -huh. after doing a master's degree on, on international cooperation. And uh, I found out that I couldn't help, I didn't have the tools, I didn't know mm -hmm. besides uh, teaching English. Mm -hmm. So I understood I need to help myself. First. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh, always how it begins. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. So I learned Reiki which okay. is also a Japanese mm -hmm. term and uh, philosophy, which is to give uh, energy with your hands. Mm -hmm. And that blew up my mind. It really, like, I, I, that was, like, really new for me, that you can heal yourself with your own hands, mm -hmm. with just energy. energy. Yeah. And that was, what? I need to tell this everybody. <laughs> everybody needs to know. Yes. So that was very exciting, and that became my ikigai. And I, I told my guides, I thought, okay, my teacher told me I have guides. So you guys, if you're there, I don't know you, mm -hmm. but that's what I want to do from now on. Awesome. I want yeah. to help people yeah. to understand that they have their inner powers that they need to mm -hmm. to find them. That we have everything that we need already. Yeah, and that's. The beginning and from there on I began to learn many therapies and techniques and my specialty is the Akashic records like after um, a regressive therapy and mm -hmm. Feng Shui what I did was uh, I found uh, that you can access the memory of the soul mm -hmm. through meditation through there are many ways it's your subconscious that it, it can access any memory of the universe pretty much you know mm -hmm. and I was like like the first time not yeah. like what <laughs> what is that so it took me some years just to accept that I can do that or that anybody can do that mm -hmm. that that's our nature the same way like Reiki mm -hmm. and uh, I understood that uh, this is what I, I really want to teach mm -hmm. or to help Amazing, to yeah. to to understand these inner voices, no, mm -hmm. to to know how to listen to them and how to make them your compass. Mm -hmm. So when people come to make a session, basically the first question is, what I came here to do? Yeah. What's my purpose? What's yeah. my mission? Mm -hmm. What's why? Everything. No? Yeah. So they come with a list of questions and I 
I answer them, I or, you know. Mm-hmm. You're channeling or you're like a medium. Yeah. Like, okay. No, a medium. I, I, I thought that I was going to become a medium because for me, medium is the people that uh, listen mm-hmm. voices and get more connected to people that are deceased. Mm-hmm. And I get to another realm, which is just this intuition, this inner voice is telling me I'm getting this information mm. through images and thoughts. So this is something that it's not mine. It's like everybody can do that. It's your intuition, mm-hmm. basically. Okay. We call it intuition, mm. but we don't know really how to use it. So I help to people to, to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. And also I facilitate the questions when they, they didn't get a course. So they come to, to answer mm-hmm. this. So a few years ago, I... I met the word ikigai, mm-hmm. and when I read that, it's the um, it's your passion. The Japanese people use it as a daily word to say, "Wow, that's that's really something I love. Mm-hmm. I love to do. Mm-hmm. It really passionates me. It really thrills me. It's like wow." Okay. So it can be to climb a mountain. It can be, mm-hmm. be with your children mm-hmm. or to do your service. You mm-hmm. know, it's it what passionates you and makes your life uh, meaningful mm-hmm. for yourself and for others. Okay. That's why in Japan, they don't retire ah, okay. because they have Ikigai. You have Ikigai, you don't need to retire. You keep on doing mm-hmm. what you love to do. You love to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, if people listening and they can uh, relate to the description and say, okay, yeah, that's why I want to become a digital nomad or that's why I am a digital nomad. Uh, that's probably because they have found intuitively to their ideal version of the lifestyle, right? So, um, but it's interesting still. So many uh, people are nowadays in our in our world where everything is so busy, and we don't put focus on these topics. That how, how do you call them? I mean, they're more spiritual, um, more philosophical or mystical even. Mm-hmm. Um, people get disconnected. And um, how do you bring it into a daily life routine? Or, or do you say that those who are coming to you, obviously they have to be open uh, towards mm-hmm. these topics and um, are perceptive for these kind of uh, things. But but then they leave you and then they have their everyday life. And uh, do you also like give them advice on how to actually keep on track mm-hmm. in implementing it? Yeah, that's a very good question because I noticed mm. that uh, I have a process that is the Ikigai healing. Mm-hmm. Okay, first okay. of all is the channeling. Second part is the analyzing your family tree mm-hmm. to understand why this is not happening because you have a heritage that... Mm-hmm you're honoring by doing the same uh, profession or Mm. things that happened before yeah so that prevents you to be authentic Mm. so first i show you the picture and why and then the third part is to heal it with family constellation regressive therapy so we do a process to make peace with the past Mm -hmm. and be yourself and this i do it in sessions mm-hmm. last year i did my podcast to teach also mm-hmm. like uh, to explain this step by step and this year i began to do a program mm-hmm. a nine month program 
to do it with them in group in, in a, a group setting, um, yeah. yeah, in a group setting. Oh. Because otherwise, like first of all, it's amazing to have the community to mm-hmm. do it together in the same rhythm, and at the same time, it's also going through detail because it's not like a session that I do it for you. Mm-hmm. No, you learn how to do it mm-hmm. and you heal yourself. You understand, you make your own tree, you analyze it, you can do it for others. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? And at the end of the trip of the journey to the Ikigai, it's called uh-huh. uh, and December, they, they find it by themselves through all this oh, journey. Wow. And next year we go to the matter to, okay, this is my Ikigai now. What to, uh, yeah. what to do next? Yeah. yeah. So I like I do it through interviews with specialists. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, next year, it's a specialist on, okay, so you need to make a plan. You mm-hmm. need to set dates. You need to think what environment you want to mm-hmm. live in no? or yeah. work with or everything. We go step by step to, to make it happen. Mm. because not only here it needs to go to the yeah to the reality otherwise it cannot be just a dream yeah it has to has it's to like to with manifest. yeah of course you have to it's like with any any theory and that you're um consuming or you're studying if you want to take action you or apply it to your life you have to take action that's what i want to say um so it's I mean, these concepts, um, also law of attraction or, you know, manifesting your dreams, goal setting, all these types of things only help you, like Diana just said, if you are really afterwards, make a plan and then work on it and then implement it day by day. It's a working yes. process. Life is a working process. Yes. I mean, you never reach that level of now I'm done. Uh, I mean, if you say that, maybe then it's time to go and leave the earth. Uh, so, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's always, I always think if as, as long as I still have something to work on and to learn, it's not my time yet. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm a big believer in that. So you have a Nikki guy. Mm. That's why you don't retire. You never retire from yeah. this passion. From yeah. What to do here. And it has many aspects in, in our lives. Mm. No, it's also as mothers. Mm. No, what what's our ikigai as mothers no we love to spend quality time with our kids to give them a nice environment mm. where they can flourish where they can bloom no this these kind of things that you go yeah. through them no the kind of nutrition the the friends the what mm. they want to listen no what they want to yeah. to learn to where they want to improve so this part of your ikigai because you're there also it's part of the ikigai or is it that you have in all the areas different ikigais your ikigai is what passionates you so for example if you don't like to have children that won't be your ikigai but mm. if you put attention mm. on what kind of education you want to give to your children mm-hmm. why you come here mm. no you come here thinking on your children too mm. yeah you know, you're conscious yeah that you're going to break the rules mm. of I'm not going to bring them to a public school and mm-hmm. I, I know I'm going out of the box yeah. and choosing something different for them. Yeah. So for that, mm. you're it it's is, all related, yeah. Yeah, it's part of your ikigai because you choose your profession, your environment with them inside. Like, okay, this is going to be also good for them mm. in our lives. It's part of being a digital nomad them being in this kind mm-hmm. of school having fun yeah. you know and growing and 
okay, with this, I feel good. If you don't care, it doesn't matter, you know, public school or whatever, yeah. you know, that's not your ikigai. It doesn't passionate you. You don't put effort on that. Mm-hmm. So it's like the way of living, Okay. how you choose every aspect of it. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, can you maybe give uh, the listeners three tips on how to actually, um, like if they have that feeling, uh, I have, yeah. The, the most common word is intuition. So mm-hmm. everyone knows intuition. So you, you have probably already uh, had that feeling where you say, okay, intuitively I do this uh, frequently. It may be a hobby. It may be a profession, maybe meeting a certain type of people. Uh-huh. But how can people actually get closer to the ikigai if not through mm-hmm. someone like you? Mm-hmm. But maybe, yeah. If they now um, go home after listening or when the podcast is over, uh, what can they implement today, right now? Maybe coming a little bit closer to the Ikigai. Is mm-hmm. there something? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. For me, it's Love the it. listening, the, mm. the voice of the soul. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, the intuition. But what do, when do you know is your intuition working mm-hmm. or not? Yeah, yeah. Or it's your fears, your ego, you Mm -hmm. know, whatever. Who is choosing there for you? Uh Who is running your compass? So that if you're connected to your compass, then you will be walking through uh, towards your ikigai. Your ikigai is what your soul really wants to manifest in this life. Mm -hmm. It's what makes you happy. So it will make you feel aligned. Like you wake up and you see this and you're like, wow, that's (laughs) exciting. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, thank you. Thank thank myself that I brought myself here, that I chose this partner, that we chose to have these children and to come here and make it happen. So how you do you dare to listen to that voice now this voice first of all it's um it has we have like three main voices in our head first mm. is the intuition it's the one that when for example in me i was working in the office and i saw this a uh, picture of the doctors without borders mm-hmm. and i thought wow i want to be there i want mm-hmm. to be in the jungle saving people oh. that's what i want whatever in the world but not here <laughs> i want to help people around the world yes okay okay and you feel it here you feel it like like yeah. butterflies in your belly you feel like oh, that's exciting mm-hmm. yes so this is the voice of the soul okay. when you feel it physically that is like wow yes that's, that's <laughs> i want this for me okay, okay? This is the soul and it feels good because it's a line. It, it's like um, a vibration, you know, it's like the sound mm-hmm. that when uh, the chord sounds, it's like, woo, okay. And if it's not, for example, then second mm-hmm. is your ego uh-huh. that comes after and says, you're crazy. How do you want to be there? They're doctors. You, you have no clue about being a doctor. What, you want to study now 10 years to go there in order to have like, what okay you want to be a nurse you want what what do you want you're crazy you want ha- mm, okay the the reason or the the, uh-huh. the mind okay the mind that has all your stories uh-huh. it's your father's and your mother's voices okay everything that yeah holds you back <laughs> yes yes <laughs> <Thanks>, parents <laughs> parents and your own stories your own mm. experiences you know what conditions you yeah. in the moment you need to take choices mm-hmm. okay so 
you have the first one that excites you and the second one that refrains you, mm -hmm. that puts it in doubt. Yeah. That's the constant doubt. So this shrinks you. Mm -hmm. And this is very important. So you feel your body. Okay, you feel how mm -hmm. it feels. You go back for a second, you say, okay, that was exciting, that was shrinking. Who is talking? Okay, the exciting is the soul. And the shrinking, the shrinking is my ego, mm -hmm. my mind, my conditionings. Mm -hmm. Okay, and who is watching? <laughs> who is analyzing here? This is the third one. This is your consciousness. Uh -huh. This is the one at the end is going to choose who uh -huh. to follow. Okay. Okay, and this it's always like in a, in a second because <clears throat> it happens when, for example, when you tell the universe, no, or your your whoever you want to relate to, mm -hmm. to say, okay, there's a higher force yeah. that uh, guides us, or that I'm communicated. Doesn't matter what's the name you want to put, but you ask, I really want to choose. I want to see what is my ikigai, what's my path, no? Mm -hmm. And suddenly you have, you you see these images, these people, and you get these messages mm -hmm. that come apparently from outside, but it's because you call them. Yeah. And then if you feel excited, it's like, oh, like when you see the, my daughter is very keen now on, on watching the, the hours, now when they're, a couple of numbers that are mm -hmm. like 11, 11 or 22, 22. Uh -huh. So these are signs, not that the universe is bringing you like messages uh -huh. of people that's telling you, yeah, it's this way, it's uh -huh. this way, it's exciting, no? Uh -huh. So yeah, go that direction. Uh, you just have to be open-minded and hear them and pay attention and yes. then also be brave enough to... That's the third one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the third. Because you're listening, mm. like you made the call, mm -hmm. you get the messages, yeah. you filter them, and then are you brave enough? Mm. Yeah. Because sometimes it can be scary. I mean, there's so many exciting things out, but yeah, they mean you have to step out of your comfort zone. And mm. that's why we're that's why I thought it's a very good topic to discuss with you guys here, because Listeners, obviously, of the Digital Mom podcast uh, need to step out of their comfort zones daily. And <laughs> <laughs> if you yes. don't do it, you cannot live that lifestyle. Yeah. You will never, or if you're living it already, you uh, probably will return to your old life because this yeah. uh, this voice, uh, the reason, the parents' voices or whatever, the society tells mm. you it's crazy to not send your children to school. It's crazy to move. Uh, whenever you feel like moving it's crazy not to have a house it's crazy that yeah. you um, in your mid-30s uh, don't own a house or uh, <laughs> don't have a car and um, yeah so that's uh, it's very interesting so if you are brave enough to listen to this inner voice and to take action upon it you will live your ikigai yes yeah that's the there key. you go people that's now goodbye <laughs> you're done <laughs> we're done for today <laughs> oh, awesome no this is obviously yeah it's very exciting it's um so interesting and um i hope i mean um yeah, we could talk for hours about this and um i feel really inclined to talk more about this but the the, the episodes i 
maybe obviously <laughs> maybe maybe do a second ikigai episode in the future and of course if you want to learn more about it uh, in the show notes i put all the links necessary to find diana and uh, to follow her and maybe also join her programs and um yes uh Thanks so much for joining us. If you want to give maybe one last piece of advice uh, for the listeners, if you say, okay, yeah, now shoot, what mm. what would it be? Mm. Just if someone is inclined to tap more into this topic, what should they do next? For me, one of the keys was where do I want to see myself when I look back, when I'm 60, mm. when I'm 70? Okay. What would I have done? Yeah. With my children, with my husband, with my life. Mm -hmm. What do I want to see? Yeah. That I survived, that I served others that for money, mm -hmm. or that my life made sense, mm -hmm. that I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. I chose the environment, the family, the kind of relationships, the kind of community that will surround me, mm -hmm. that will make sense with me, whatever it is, but that has to make sense with you. And for that, for me, the price, it's always there mm -hmm. because that's stepping out of our comfort zone, but the rewards are immense it's mm -hmm. really okay when i'm 17 I look back and i say wow <laughs> thank you darling <laughs> you did it <laughs> yeah. okay. yes yeah. and you did it for all of them yeah and the first place for yourself mm -hmm. because you are the core that yeah. brings at the end like i'm the one inspiring my husband to say hey what about living now so. our country and uh, mm -hmm. let's move around we're here because we wanted to to mm. do the tour around the world mm -hmm. and then covid happened thank you COVID. <laughs> so nice that <laughs> we yeah. just uh, landed here and is the the most amazing place that i've ever visited and we traveled a lot so basically i'm really happy and thankful every day mm -hmm. that we chose to step out of our comfort zone and especially that first day that i said that's not life that's not the life i want to remember when i'm what i i want to see when i'm 60 or 70 yeah i want to have a good life that i enjoy so that's okay that should be motivation motivation enough <laughs> i love it uh obviously yeah i can 100 relate to that um my story is similar and i guess many listeners have similar mm -hmm. stories if you're already on your digital nomad path um if not it should make you feel itchy mm -hmm. if it's your guy. <laughs> and uh, yes, uh, like I said, um, thanks so, so much for taking your time. My it pleasure. was very interesting. I hope you got a lot of value out of it by listening to this. And um, stay tuned for the next episode of the Digital Nomad Mom podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.